Welcome to day 76 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Deuteronomy chapter 8 through 10, with a focus on Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 17 to 22. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who is not partial and takes no bribes. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow, and loves the sojourner, giving him food and clothing. Love the sojourner, therefore, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him and hold fast to him, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise, he is your God, who has done for you these great and terrifying things that your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt, seventy persons, and now... The Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars of heaven. I really like this passage. It stood out to me as it talks about all these wonderful attributes of God, right? The God of gods, the Lord of lords, mighty, awesome, full of justice. And there are times when we're, I feel like we go through the rhetoric of talking about God and we sing these praise songs and we sing these worship songs. And here Moses is after talking to the people of Israel about how their possession of the land of Canaan and also their position as God's chosen people had nothing to do with them and everything to do with God. And here, as he's concluding it, he's talking about, well, this is just how awesome God is, right? You can't focus on your attributes and say, this is why God picked us. So I'm going to tell you why God is so awesome. He lists these wonderful reasons, right? He's powerful. He cares about the weak, the abandoned, the oppressed, the foreigner. And there's a place in his heart for them. And not just a place, but a deep protection of them as well. He's fair. He can't be bribed, which means he's beyond corruption. He's a multiplier. They went down to Egypt to 70 persons, and now they outnumber the stars in the sky. It is a wonderful verse to, to contrast. One, our, our own, I don't want to say futility, sometimes we get in the habit of going, oh, I'm worthless, I'm no good, I'm garbage. But that's not true. You have immeasurable worth. The Lord of heaven, the God of gods, the Lord of lords sees you as worthy of sending his son to die on the cross. What it needs to be, though, is not that you feel worthless, but you feel how cherished you are. And in contrast, understand that it's because God loves so deeply, right? It's this weird mixture of of feeling your worth but not becoming proud because your worth is found in God. You didn't cultivate it. You didn't make it. You were made and you are loved. And it's a freeing thought, but then to think about the kind of God who made us when he didn't have to, it's, it's humbling. It's humbling. And then that he sees the weak and the abandoned in a world where sometimes we overlook them. And, and certainly in this day and age um, that this passage was written the widowed you know the fatherless they were often overlooked 
They had no one to defend their causes. The fact that he's an impartial judge, he can't take a bribe. He won't take a bribe, right? Which means there's nothing we can do to manipulate God to our will, which is great because it means when we hear him speak to us, we can know that it's his will, which ultimately means it's going to succeed. And that's encouraging, right? I love it says, you know, great and terrifying things because when we, when we, stop and we think about this God that's being listed here, not just his positive qualities, but he is God of God and Lord of Lords, mighty and terrifying. <laughs> and it's kind of like if you've ever been close to a, I don't want to say a natural disaster, but let's say a great force of nature, a monsoon or a hurricane, even if you've just been on the outward, you know just how powerful that it is. You know just how quickly everything that stands in its path can be changed in an instant. And I think about, we have a God that, that makes those sorts of earthly comparisons look like nothing in comparison to how awesome and terrifying His power truly is. And sometimes I think we forget that. And yet that God loves us. That God does not unleash that terrifying power upon us. He uses it to protect us. He uses it to grow us. And I'm, I'm moved to a point of praise. And I, as, I, as I'm reading ahead, because I often read ahead in our readings, that's where we're going to go, is that the response to this is one of praise. It's of commitment. It's of devotion. And a God that has that kind of power, but doesn't use it to crush us, but rather uses it to protect us and to pour out his blessings upon us, that is a God worthy of praising. That's a God worthy of committing to and showing devotion for my challenge to you today is to sit and to think about the attributes of God, both the ones that we sing about in church, but also the other ones that sometimes we don't. His power, his holiness, his indignation towards sin and wickedness. Like God is beyond our comprehension in many ways, and he shows us these facets of himself that help us get a clearer picture of him. And yet even these, on this side of heaven, we're not going to, fully understand just how great he is, but we get glimpses of it. So let's praise him. Let's be committed to him. And let's remember to be a reflection of him, especially when it comes to loving on those around us. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.